0: Hey, guys, this is James Childs, producer of The Dave Ramsey Show. Dave and the team are out spending time with their families for Christmas, but we'll be live again soon. In the meantime, we put together some of the best clips from the show for you to enjoy. You are listening to the best of The Dave Ramsey Show. Merry Christmas. Live from
1: the headquarters of Ramsey Solutions in the Dollar Car Rental Studios, it's The Dave Ramsey Show where debt is dumb, cash is king, and the paid-off home mortgage has taken the place of the BMW as the status symbol of choice. I'm Dave Ramsey, your host. Thank you for joining us. Our co-host on the show today, Ramsey Personality, number one best-selling author and host of The Ken Coleman Show. Mr. Ken Coleman himself joins me. The phone numbers if you want to talk about your life and your money and your career. Ken talks about jobs and getting them and careers and gaining them and living your Best possible income side of your life, all the time. As a matter of fact, he's been on the air for a couple hours right before he walked in here. So three more hours hanging out with me today. Open phones again. Triple eight eight two five five two two five. That's triple eight eight two five five two two five. Going to start off with Christopher in Tennessee. Ken. Hey, Christopher. How are you? Not hearing Christopher. Three, two, okay. Is this a reset from the other thing? All right, I'll try Ken and see if we can get to him. Ken is in California. Hi, Ken. Welcome to the Dave Ramsey Show.
2: Hi, Dave. How you doing? Great, man. How can we help? Uh, I have a question. Um, me and my wife were we just started your program uh, about the uh, middle of May,
3: and we're looking. We have. Uh, multiple different debts. We have uh, auto loan debt, uh, student loan debt, and of course mortgage that we're now considering. Um, now, our student loan debts they have, uh, they contact us about a forbearance and we're thinking about doing forbearance to help pay down that auto loan debt first. We just wanted to know your opinion on it.
1: It doesn't matter. It's pay me now, pay me later. Everything you don't uh-huh. pay on the student loan in terms of principal or interest, you'll have to pay later. And so all you're doing is I, just, in a sense, you're borrowing against the student loan to pay off that, the, the because you're paying less on the student loan that you do have to pay later. So, you know, you're, you're dragging your feet on it so you can speed up the other one. It doesn't matter. If that's if you want to knock that car loan out, that's not a bad idea. Um, but just, you know, don't ever be under the illusion that the student loan folks are doing you any favors. It's not the business that they're in.
3: I see. Okay. Yeah. So and I mean, all the all, we were, the for, all uh, forbearance the means we is saying? the word
1: means patience.
3: I see. Okay.
1: Yeah, and so if you if you delay it now, you know, use it to your advantage. Don't just delay it to kick the can down the road. Ken, that's what people do. With student loans, like they do with so many other decisions, they figure if they can kick the can down the road, I'll deal with it later. problem is it gets bigger. It's like a mm-hmm. dead gum splinter in your hand. Yeah.
0: So in this situation, it's okay if he puts all of his effort, it becomes this is our snowball, and we're just going to put yeah. everything towards this. The problem this. is
1: sometimes people go buy crap then. That's, that's right. Of, you know. So you have
0: to be completely disciplined here. Yeah. It's yeah. like
1: it's you are... Your death on your dead snowball. I mean you're game on. Yeah. Gazelle intense, focused, hitting it hard, all that kind of stuff. And if you're doing all of that, then yeah, that you can use the extra money to go either direction. But you're still gonna end up paying it. So Uh, All it does is it slows down the speed of the one thing. If you if you have a bigger payment on the and speak to
0: the details. I've heard this from you before. You know, forbearance sounds like oh, what a break, what a relief. But if you don't look at the fine details, you could get yourself in a really sticky situation where maybe it's actually there's lots of lots of levels to this to where it's not true forbearance if it's going to be a penalty later on.
1: Yeah. Well, back during COVID. You know, people were offered forbearance on their mortgage, Mm -hmm. and what that meant was don't pay a couple payments, uh, and people were like, ah, I don't have to pay a payment. That's awesome. (laughs) It was like, no, no, it's coming. It's it's coming in September, and you're going to have to pay them all and catch them all up, or they're going to do this thing called foreclosure Mm -hmm. that goes right after forbearance. Mm -hmm. So, uh, (laughs) yes. Yeah. Bad plan. So, no, you don't kick the can down the road unless you have to or unless you're just really dialed in, and you're going to use this to your advantage. But I would not use the word forbearance in most cases to purposefully get behind. It's how to get caught up is what it really means. Uh, That's what the purpose of it is. When you do a forbearance on a mortgage in a traditional situation, that means you're like four payments behind, and they agree to uh, a payment and a half for eight months. Mm. Eight halves is the four holes mm-hmm. catches you up in addition to your regular payment. That's a forbearance, a catch-up plan. And I'm not talking about like mayonnaise. I'm talking about <laughs> catching up, right? So, right. you know, that that's what you're looking for. And that's what the word really means. And so just beware, because anytime somebody starts talking about you skipping payments or anything else, they going to get that money. Mm-hmm. That's what you need to remember. Again, open phones at 888 825 Jack is with us. Jack's in Oregon. What's up, Jack?
2: Hey, guys. I've got a question for you that will seem ridiculous to other listeners, but it's, it's real to me. Um, I'm 37. My wife and I just entered Baby Step 7. Yay! Uh, wow. Yes. You have and a paid-for house. Network.
1: You're 100% debt-free.
2: You're rocking retirement, and you're 37. You're a rock star, man yeah it, and that sounds it and it is exciting and our, our net worth is just north of a million dollars, so we are feeling wow. so great so good um but here's here's just the, the struggle we face now um you know mathematically with our income and with the savings this will turn easily into several million by the time it's it's time to retire I struggle with yeah i struggle with a sense of purpose now it, it almost feels like I'm working for nothing um mm. I don't know what to do with, you know, I've got more money than I could possibly use Mm -hmm. when you're, when you're working on paying off a house, that's a motivator. Yep. Um, everything's gone, right? So now, you know, writing checks for charity, that doesn't, it doesn't always satisfy me. It's just a check. I don't see the end result. Mm -hmm. Um, leaving a ton of money to my kids. It doesn't feel satisfying. I feel like that just puts them in the same problem I'm facing right now. Mm -hmm. Uh, we don't spend a ton. It doesn't satisfy me to spend. So I, I, that's just I awesome. I when I so you have work, discovered
1: that money is not the answer to happiness. Yeah.
2: That's awesome. Yeah, that, Very cool. That's right. yeah. Good for you. So now what?
0: Well, I'm going to tell you, Jack, the reason you feel the way you feel is because you're realizing that we were created to work. Genesis chapter 2 is where we first realized this, that we don't work to live, we live to work. In other words, let me say it a different way. We were created to contribute. And what you're longing for right now is some work to get up every day and to go do something that matters to you. And this is where the answer is to your future. You're 37 money's not an object. When people call the Ken Coleman show and they get a little stuck there's the age old question It's not uh, unique to me. And I just simply say if money did not matter, I guaranteed you success, you could not fail and you just get to go do something tomorrow that matters to you. That's when it breaks for people. And they begin to say, well I want to help people. So I'm going to give you a three questions that you and your wife need to answer, and this is going to give you a lot of clues, okay? Here they are. Number one, who are the people you most want to help? Just think of those people. Now, what problem or challenge Or desire do they have? And then what are the solutions to that need, that desire? When you begin to get the answers to those questions and you match it up with what you do very well, this is what you bring to the marketplace, the skill to actually bring the solution. Dave, the answers are in there and there's multiple things they can do. That's what's exciting.
1: And change your charitable giving to where you get your hands dirty down in the giving where you meet the people. And it'll change the it'll change the visceral reaction your gut has, your spirit has, to charitable to, to generosity. This is the Dave Ramsey Show. At Tacovas,
0: we believe a great pair of cowboy boots won't just make you look taller. They'll give you the confidence boost that'll make you feel taller, too. At Tacovas, we make traditional cowboy boots for men and women that look great and feel great so you can walk into a big meeting or out on the town with comfort and confidence. And because we sell directly to you with no middleman to mark things up, you're going to get great quality at a great value. Find your pair at tacovascom slash Ramsey and walk taller. You're listening to the best of the Dave Ramsey show. We'll be back soon with more live content.
1: Paying off debt is smart, saving and investing is smart, but there's one key to winning with money that's often forgotten, and that is while you're playing offense, you also have to play defense. You have to protect your family from emergencies. There are 10 kinds of insurance coverage that are good that you really might need based on where you are, which life stage you're in. And we've built a tool to show you what coverage you actually need to add, drop, or adjust. It's free. It only takes five minutes. We'll even rank your to-do list by importance and email it to you so you can get your plan in place fast. It's called the coverage checkup. And I mentioned to you that it's free. It could be the most important five minutes you spend today. Donald from our Facebook community wrote, uh, For anyone who's not completed this checkup, do it now. You never know when something will happen, and you never want to leave your family in a bad situation. So get out your phone. Text CHECKUP to 33789. Take the five-minute free coverage checkup. Text CHECKUP to 337. Eight nine. Doctor John Deloney Ramsey, personality is my co-host today. Olivia is with us in Orlando. Hi, Olivia. How are you?
3: I'm good. How are you, Dave?
1: Better than I deserve. How can we help?
3: Uh so I'm 23 years old, and I want to stop paying rent and buy a house. But I don't. I also don't want to go into debt uh, from buying it. So I have a roommate that was me with the mortgage, but I don't want to depend on her to keep paying me. And a lot of the houses I like, I don't have quite enough to put 20% down, uh, but my parents offered to help me. So I was wondering if now would be a good time to buy or if I should, you know, with their help, or if I should wait and save a little bit more.
1: How are they going to help you? What's that mean?
3: Uh, so they would help me. So right now I could have enough saved up. They're going to give 90%. you some money? Yeah, they would give me enough to be able to put 20% down.
1: Not alone?
3: Uh. Well, I would probably want to pay them back. I would
1: probably not want you to pay them back. I don't want I don't want you to be in debt to your parents. It ruins all corners of your relationship when you owe them money.
3: Right? Yeah. That that's kind of. I mean, they've offered to give it to me, but I
1: don't want to. Are they control freaks? Are they going to hold it over your head that they gave you this? Um. No, yeah, that was a maybe. yes. That's a super <laughs> yes. That's right. Yeah. Okay. So, okay. I, how I old are you? How old are you? I'm 23. How much money you make?
3: So I make 69000 a year.
1: Good for you. Okay. So in order to put 20% down, how long will it take you if you do it on your own?
3: Um, I'd probably have to save up uh, maybe like another year.
1: Okay. What's wrong with that?
3: Uh, nothing. I just want to buy a house. Yeah, now. I mean, the interest rates are good, and I didn't know if it would be a good time to buy. I
1: understand. I want to go to Grand Cayman, but they're not opening it. They closed it for for coronavirus and just told me I can't come.
3: <laughs> yeah.
1: So, I don't so really, you know, you, you want yet. a lot of things. You don't have the money. You don't have the ability to do it. That's what I why I'm want gonna. a new car too. It's going to take me do about you? a year. Yeah, it'll take you about a year. That'd be nice. Yeah, but you can't go get one today because you work here. And if you get a if you get a car payment, I'm going to fire you. That's right. So See? there you go. So we're <laughs> in this together, Olivia. <laughs>
4: <laughs> we're in <it> together. <laughs> uh, yeah, make a, make a plan and for a year stick to it. Get that twenty percent and. You're going to be glad you did. You don't want to owe your parents money. It just
1: complicates your relationship. Listen, if they, if you can't get a gift from them and it not be screwy, God forbid you take a loan from them.
4: Yeah, at least a loan from a bank
1: has rules associated to it. When they're from your parents, whew. Yeah, they, they don't question your biscuit recipe like mom does. So, yeah, I, I'm, I, it sounded like the way you paused. There was a lot in that um that came out there that you really need to just do this on your own, and that's cool. And there's no harm in that. And you're going to feel really good about yourself a year from now because you set a goal and you uh, progressively, incrementally attacked it and hit it. And, you know, buying a house at 24 versus buying a house at 23 has never kept someone from being a millionaire. Right. Oh, you wasted that entire year. That just doesn't come up mathematically. It just doesn't work. Okay, so you're fine. you got plenty of time. You're not asking me if you should wait 15 years to buy a house. You're asking me if you should wait 12 months because that way you can do it on your own, and I would. Help me with this, Dave. There is the interest rates have fallen through the floor. Yep. Right?
4: Yep. And so there, I, I'm hearing this pressure of people my age yep, yep. that you've All got to, got to, got to, got to. All got ages.
1: To. Always has been.
4: And I remember when I bought my first house... In the early 2000s at 6%. -hmm. And I was complaining because my buddy got a 5 and 3 quarters. And an adult with us said, y'all shut your mouth. Mm Because my first house was in 78 Mm -hmm. at 12 or 15 or 18%. 78 was was 12. And so, is it wrong thinking to think, you know what, they're at 2.25? They're Mm -hmm. ridiculous. Mm -hmm. The other side of that fulcrum is when it goes up, people will stop moving so much. The prices of houses will... There's going to be a balance there. Exactly. And if you end up buying a, a house in a year and it's back up to three and a quarter or four and a quarter. Zippy. You're not getting hosed.
1: Yeah. Zippy. you are still won zippy. life, and it's, right? It's, it's not. And the likelihood of it moving two full percentage points in 12 months. That's, that's catastrophic, right? Almost I that. historical. Right. You know? And by the way, it wasn't 12% of 78. It was 10. I just remember. Okay. Because I passed my real estate license in September of 1978. Mm-hmm. And a month later, it went from nine and three quarters to 10 for the first time ever ever wow and people thought at double digit mortgage rates that was it jesus is coming back ah the world is coming to an end it's apocalyptic right and they were wailing and gnashing of teeth in the real estate business and that's it it's all over inflation is killing us and we'll we'll never be able to buy a house again it proceeded from 78 to 82 to go to 18 that's right under jimmy carter thank you very much and i'm trying to sell real estate Mm. in those days in college trying to get through school. And uh, then I came out of school. I'm selling houses at 14% fixed. I sold 78 houses that year. Oof. 22 years old. Hmm. And there were these brand new things that came out. If you didn't want to pay 14, they had these new ARMs, Arms adjustable maybe. rate mortgages, hmm. 1983, hmm. 12%. Big difference. Mm-hmm. And then so when it broke back down into nine, I'm on the radio by then hmm. and I'm going, You people have no idea. Nine is amazing, it's been all the way <laughs> back to houses all away. All the right? way back to <laughs> seventy eight when you saw that last, you know, and and uh now, and then now people are doing it. It's just always been this conversation and people have always bought houses. We could not get people out of the parking lot of this model uh the parking lot was jammed in this model set in 1983 and rates were 14 because they were down from 18 Hmm. and there was all this pent-up demand of people that hadn't bought and they're like oh god rates are finally coming back down the parking lot was so full on sunday there'd be 60 80 people coming through the houses at one time
4: Hmm.
1: it was like a like something on a movie yeah you know and that was at 14% interest. Wow. So you're going to be okay. That's right. You're going to be okay. So follow the plan. The right? difference Do it in right. two and three, Do it right. the difference in three and six, zippy. That is, that is not going to change your life. What is going to change your life is making good, solid decisions, being wise, putting a 15-year fixed in place where the payment's no more than a fourth of your take-home pay, putting down a good down payment and avoiding the PMI, which is what she was talking about doing, avoiding the private mortgage insurance with a good 20% down on a Fannie Mae loan, and you've got to plan then to pay off the house. The point is, where are you going to be 10 years after this, not 40 years after this? You're not taking out a mortgage for 80 years. Right. You're taking it out for 10 on a 15 year schedule because you're going to pay it off because you're listening to us. So it's really because the interest rate almost becomes irrelevant. Doesn't matter. Pay it off. That's right. Because it's not over that long a period of time to where you add up and you go, it's like $600,000 in extra interest Mm. I paid. Yeah, because you kept the mortgage 42 years, you idiot. Mm. You know, don't stay and keep paying the money. Get it paid off, which is what Olivia will do. You that's exactly right. Yeah. yeah. She, good for she, her. Her mortgage is a temporary thing. It's a passing through thing. And that's the only reason I don't yell at people about getting a mortgage like I do a car payment or something else is that. But you're right. There's this perception. And going back through a little history lesson there is good for folks to remember that, you know, if a quarter of a percent runs your real estate deal, you shouldn't have been in it in you the first place. You should not buy that house. That's right. You already couldn't afford it. It's the old joke, you know, if you have to ask how much you can't afford it, you know, that kind of crap. But it's it really is a little bit of that. This is the Dave Ramsey show. Well, we all have enough on our plates, right? The last thing we need is to not get a good night's sleep. Think about how effective you're going to be during the day if you can't even think clearly because you didn't actually rest. That's one of the reasons I've been recommending Tuft & Needle. My family has their mattresses, and they start as low as $350. Plus, you can try it out 100 nights risk-free. Go to TN.com to pick yours out. They ship it to your door for free. That's TN.com.
0: You're listening to the best of the Dave Ramsey Show. We'll be back soon with more live content. Chris Hogan, Ramsey
1: Personality, is my co-host today here on the Dave Ramsey Show. At the beginning of this year, buying your first home may have been one of your top goals twenty twenty did not exactly shape out the way we all expected, did it? Turned into a dumpster fire. If your plans got sidetracked, but home is still the right move, you may want to talk to a real high quality real estate agent. A lot of areas of real estate is doing very well. As a matter of fact, it's playing out is straight up booming. Mm-hmm. And you need somebody in your corner to help guide you so you don't get like emotional and pay too much or get ripped off in some kind of overbidding situation. Or something like that. Go to DaveRamsey.com slash agent. Find a trusted agent. An agent that we recommend. Endorsed local provider for your real estate. DaveRamsey.com slash agent. Ethan is in Detroit. Hi, Ethan. Welcome to the Dave Ramsey
2: Show. Hi, how are you doing? Great, man. How can we help? I work for an automotive maker, manufacturer. I'm an engineer there. And one of the company perks or benefits, I guess, that they offer is a employee lease option. Right. So i I can get a vehicle. It's a one year lease. Yep. Unlimited miles. Yep. With insurance included. Yep. And repairs and maintenance. There,
1: repairs and maintenance yep. are
2: included. Every, tires are included. Everything's included. Yep. And prior to working there, I was paying around 200 in insurance, uh-huh. just as an idea of that. Uh-huh. And I'm debating, so my current payment is around 550 and I actually brought my wife in on the program recently. Uh-huh. I'm debating if it's even worth it to carry that. The 550,
1: $550 is the lease on your employee, on your employee deal? Yeah. Okay. Uh, you're it's driving. A, a, you're driving a nice car. Yeah, it is. It's a truck. Yeah you, but, you 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 didn't take you didn't take the cheaper chicken. You got the big dog.
2: Well, because so listen, listen, is, is,
1: who is this? Ford
2: or GM? No, it's FCA, FCA, Chrysler. Oh, okay, all right.
1: Well, I've looked at several of these. Nissan is here in our neighborhood. I've looked at the Ford one. I've looked at the GM one. I don't know the Chrysler one off the top of my head, but uh, most mm-hmm. of these have nothing to do with a traditional car lease. It's an employee benefit program. Mm-hmm. you are basically got a car completely furnished, miles, everything, insurance, everything's built in at 550 You can't touch that truck for that. That truck goes down $550 a month in value if you owned it. Okay. Okay. And you got insurance and maintenance and gas and everything else. They include gas, don't they? And some of them.
2: This one doesn't.
1: Okay, but it's got everything. Does okay. is maintenance included? Yep. All maintenance. So car then, breaks, you just take it in. Yeah. So this is not. A, this yep. is an employee benefit. This is not like a typical co- lease. Not your evil car lease program, right. right? That the other side of your company sells. <laughs> but this is a great <laughs> deal for you, Ethan. Well, you are driving a like a Ram? Okay. Yeah, it's a Ram, uh, Laramie. <laughs> yeah, I thought you were. I thought because that that gum <laughs> usually it's not five fifty. It's usually like three hundred really? when I'm running yeah. into these things. But you got, you know, you're driving a yeah. freaking seventy thousand dollar truck. That's the thing. So good for you. You cannot touch so, that truck for that kind of money. It's six grand a year, oh. and everything's turnkey. If I worked there, I would do that deal. This is not a finance plan. This is not a lease. This is a simple employee benefit, and it is a killer employee
2: benefit. Do it. I guess where I'm kind of debating is, so my wife is on it, too. She has a Wrangler. Yeah. And I'm wondering if it's worth to have two vehicles on that or try to get something cheaper off.
1: Let me try this again. You cannot Mm -hmm. operate a vehicle for three times what you're paying. Okay. Think about it. Add insurance, yeah. maintenance, depreciation, Every.
5: loss in
1: value. Right, yeah. Put those three numbers in the calculator, dude. The truck you're driving, it'd take $1,500, 1400 a month to replace it. Okay. Because the stupid thing's going down in value more than you're paying a month not counting the maintenance and the insurance. Yeah. And the same's true so for I her. You, now, the other question <laughs> is, you know, can you afford are, are you are you biting off too big a bite of the apple here? Is your household income Maybe. support these payments? but the bottom line is if you if they support these payments and you were to go buy this vehicle, you're going to have three x in the vehicle mm-hmm. what you're paying okay, so it's a great deal. Do as many of them as you need to do as long as you can mm-hmm. handle the cash flow out of yeah. your income
5: which is unbelievable so with a situation like this dave if you were to leave the company you're just turning in the vehicle yeah you lost it you lost your employee benefit you lost it okay yeah and you, have, right. and,
1: you and you do need to flip it every year because right. they're they're flipping these things out that you know it's a small percentage of their total production going to the employees right but uh the nissan plan is very similar uh right down here on the road mm-hmm. from us uh the uh the ford plan is very similar I've seen those. And BMWs, the other one's got Beamer, They've yeah. got one that's pretty similar, to The guys over in South Carolina that listen to us over there at the Beamer plant, uh, it's, they got the same option of driving a stinking Beamer for a third, a fourth of what it would cost you uh, anyone else right. to buy it outside of that employee uh, Listen,
5: everybody out there that's listening, real quick, we're talking about an employee benefit program. Not, not a lease. Not a lease. Yeah, I don't want, don't, don't blow up my inbox with this. Uh, it's an employee benefit plan, which is why people are able to do that. So it's part of their recruiting. It's part of the benefits that they're giving to their team members. So just wanted to clarify that.
1: Yeah. In his case on that, Laramie, it's worth a th- the employee benefit. The value to him is around $1,000 a month because mm-hmm. it'd be 1500 to replace what he's doing for 500
5: Oh, yeah. His truck payment. Yeah. Yep. Oh, without a shadow of a doubt. Yeah,
1: so it's another $12,000 a year yep. in income or effectively his Benny package is adding – Uh, another $12,000 a year to his value. Again, assuming you can support that level of truck with your income. We did not ask his household income. I got sidetracked on that. But as Chris said, it's very, very, very smart to say uh, out loud, we are not saying it's okay to lease a car. This is not leasing a car. Mm -mm. This is renting from your employee, employer, Mm-hmm. as a benefit that's all it is they call it a one-year lease but you can turn it in anytime you want right they don't even hold you to that on these things it's very very good program open phones at 888-825-5225 stevens in tucson hey steven what's up hi dave thanks for taking my call sure how can we help um
3: my my wife and i are currently on baby step number six and we're trying to pay off the mortgage uh within about five years um we have about two years left on that, and we're doing that by paying an extra 2000 a month. Um, however, a week and a half ago, we welcomed our, our first child. Yay! So we're going to begin saving uh, for a college fund. Good! So my, my question is, um, can I tackle both baby steps five and six at the same time by reducing that extra mortgage payment yep. to around 1600 and put 400 in the college savings? Yep. Or As a matter of fact, you're supposed to do four, five,
1: and six all simultaneously. You're doing four, okay. right? I'm sorry? You're doing baby step four, right? Uh we're already yeah, yeah, we we're we're completed with baby step. I mean we're still doing baby step four, yeah. yeah it's in simultaneous. You're putting every month you're putting fifteen percent of your income, right? Correct. Yeah, because don't don't tell Mr.
5: Retirement over <laughs> here to my right that you're not doing your retirement, okay? Yeah. Chris will take that personal. Yeah, no, you're doing it, buddy. You're doing it, and and you could even back that down to three hundred a month, and uh, as far as saving for college and keep tracking and attacking the house, uh, and then think about it: in five years, the mortgage is paid off. Uh, you can decide to step it up, or you may have decided to add to your family. Either way, but uh, Stephen, no, four, five, and six—they're done all at the same time. Uh, great job! Yeah, you're doing a
1: really good job. You're paying attention. You're listening to what we're teaching, and you're doing it. You're gonna, and as a result, you're gonna have the success. So Mm -hmm. very, very proud of you. Uh, And by the way, folks, once you get past Baby Step 3, you're out of debt. You have your emergency fund in place. One, two, and three you do in sequence. Four, five, and six you do uh, simultaneously, Simultaneously. but you also let your foot off the gas, and you're not quite as gazelle intense. It's not just beans and rice, rice and beans. You can actually get a steak while you're in that. You can go in the restaurant, You can go in the restaurant. Yeah. 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 Not to wash the dishes, but to eat. No, there we go. There it is. This is the Dave Ramsey show.
0: to the best of the Dave Ramsey Show. We'll be back soon with more live content.
1: Cassie is with us in Massachusetts. Hi, Cassie. Welcome to the Dave Ramsey Show. Hi. What's up? Hi, Dave. How are you? Good. How can we help? Um,
6: so we got a little predicament um, here between um, me and my husband. So about nine months ago or so, we moved in with my mother-in-law to save money she offered um, for us to stay in her basement for um, much less than we were spending on rent and we had already downsized. Um, The biggest issue is that we've found that she's extremely difficult to live with. Um, And my husband's not super great at communication um, when it comes to finances. So um, I feel really, really stuck because uh, he won't really give me, you know, this is how much we want to save to get out. Um, there's just really a, a big lack of communication there when it comes to
1: What, what um, do you make income, money. and what does he make income?
6: So I'm a stay-at-home mom. I have two little ones under two, and he makes about 60k gross.
1: Why don't you just move out?
6: That's a good question. I, I ask him that all the time. <laughs>
1: <laughs> You're asking it in a way
4: that he's. Um, why isn't he hearing that question?
6: Well, I have. We're in baby step two, um, and we have about um, 10k in student loan um, and medical between the student loan and medical debt.
1: Those things are stopping um, up his ears.
4: Yeah, yeah. Apparently, there is the money side. Why isn't he? Why isn't he answering that question?
6: i I, I don't know. Um, do you, do you, are you asking the
4: question he, when you're in I a fight? think f- he wants to... Are, are you asking the question when you're in a fight or when you're frustrated or are you all having breakfast together and you just say, hey, man, what's the plan? Like, what? why isn't he answering this question?
6: Um, we've, I've asked him many, many times and recently it's blown up into like a fight um, about it and now he just doesn't want to talk about it at all. Um, and we have, you know had some conversations about it but it doesn't really go um, anywhere. I think where he's at is he kind of wants to he wants to be out of debt, wants to have a certain amount down for a house before before we move, which makes sense, but um, I think living here is really really stressful as well, so it's, it's, it's like a big toss-up.
4: <laughs> is it more stressful for you because you're staying at home? And you're I the one having so. to deal with it? Yeah,
6: yeah I think so.
4: <laughs> and so... Dave, you've answered this question for um, 150 years on this show I I can't what? I can't help, that was a little bit of a boomer joke there, I I, I can't help but think that your husband's not understanding not hearing you um, and you're not aligned in, in, with when it comes to values, right, he doesn't understand the pain that you're sitting in and like, um, doesn't understand that the emotional cost, you gotta move you gotta get out of the house
6: yeah, I I feel that in my core. I really, really feel it in my core. We did take um financial peace this past November after we moved in here, and we were like, yes, we're doing the right thing. We moved to save money. We're living like no, we're to to move move like no Financial peace never told you to move
1: into your toxic else. mother-in-law's basement, not one time.
6: Right. <laughs> no, but we, we thought um, that, you know, moving, it gave us the amount of space that we needed for two kids because I was pregnant with our second, and... We did not have space at the current place that we were at, and we were like, "Oh, well, this is great. We'll save money for a house." But now it's to the point where I don't think it's worth it anymore. Mm-hmm. And he's like, "But we're still in baby step too. That's great, but you're at and a sunk so. cost.
4: You you, made, you 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 tried something. You went for it. It was a, it seemed like a cool idea. It sounded great on the back of a napkin, and now <laughs> your marriage is suffering for it, and your trust in each other is suffering for it." Your two kids are absorbing your attention, they're absorbing your y'all's um, dysfunction, and you got to move Okay and awesome. you have to speak to him. The only person in this you can control is you, and you have to speak to him in a way that he can hear it and waiting until there's a fight or you say we've, we've I keep bringing it up and bringing it up the the other side of that word uh, the, the the negative word there is nagging. And nagging somebody never yeah. gets somebody. It never gets what you want. And so you've got no. to find a place where it's getting off site, whether it's leaving the kids with mother-in-law and going somewhere and sitting down and saying, it's not an if, it's when we move and I'm about to put a date on a calendar um, to get my kids out of this thing and I want you to be a part of this with us and we've got to come up with a date together. And we've got to work on this together. That's the foundation of FPU is together decision making. And yeah. for
1: whatever reason, he's not hearing it. Yeah, so if your marriage or his uh, emotional capacity does not allow him to hear you when you don't have children in the room, they're asleep. You're used Mm -hmm. to the white noise of toddlers, but most people can't concentrate with that crap. So they're asleep, and you take his two hands and your two hands, and you look in his eyes, and you say, listen to me carefully. I can't stay here anymore. I'm leaving. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I think we ought to leave. This is not okay anymore. Mm -hmm. And if he can't hear you when you do that, and you haven't cut through all the clutter of everything, because we've talked about this before, guys don't get subtlety. You have to be very direct, look directly into his eyes. He has to hear you with no... Emotion, no side crap, and you go, I'm done. I'm done. Mm-hmm. I love your mom, but I can't stay here anymore. And I know we had a goal of trying to do this, but it's not working. This is driving me crazy. On a scale of 1 to 10, this is a 12. The fire alarms are going off. <laughs> yes. The fire alarms are yeah, going I- off. And if you can't hear me, we're going to have to sit down with the pastor and begin marriage counseling because I am leaving this place and he has mm-hmm. to hear he has to hear that and if he can't hear that then then you got a pretty dull dude and <laughs> you got some other issues You've got other issues in your marriage yeah there's other stuff going on and so yeah. you guys will need to sit down and to begin some marriage counseling to save your marriage because you got other stuff that this is just this is just the symptom then right. if this is the real problem then it just you transfer and you go it's nothing to do with baby step two you can do Baby Step 2 anywhere, just a matter how fast it works. That's all. And
4: I want to honor the guy who's saying, okay, we've got this plan. We're going to get out of debt. Here's the map. Here's the date. Here's the analytics. Here's the whatever frontal lobe nonsense.
1: Um, but guys, when you do that, man, you burn up people's souls. Well, I mean, you you, you can run like that as long as she's running with you. That's what I mean. But this is, this is a situation where she's not running with you anymore, and it's because the mother-in-law hijacked your plan. Mm-hmm. And, um, and it was a cute idea. It was cool. It, it, was, it was a good idea as long as she was cute, but That's she right. ain't cute. <laughs> so, I mean, you know, it just doesn't work anymore. And uh, not many people can do that, by the no, way. Oh, that's hard. Not many people can do that, particularly in Anglo households. Hmm. Uh, Hispanics are much better at it. Yeah. They're much more family. They love they, each they, other. They, they, I don't know. I don't know how they deal with it, but they do a better job. Hmm. That culture does a lot better job with it. But um, it's, it's much more standard, so to speak. But Anglos, man, we don't go back home well. We just don't. We don't let go well. Well, and there's and then there's mom. Yeah, good lord, we've been picking on mom all day today. But anyway, my mom's awesome. Yeah. Well, so there you go. That's how that works. <laughs> and so are your friends and whatever else. Just there yeah, you keep go. it up. Just there keep it go. up. Yeah, you're you're just that guy. But <laughs> yeah, I, I think it's a um, the thing is this: you can pay a price, and you could even put up with her, mm-hmm. as long as you can see the end of it. You gotta have you gotta have a finish line. You gotta have a finish line, and it's got to be before my emotional tank is completely dry. That's right. Yeah, you know, I, I, the the little thing on the da- dashboard is reading I got forty six miles left before mm-hmm. I'm out of gas, and it's blinking at you. A- and the the thing says thirty miles. Okay, I think we're gonna make it. Uh-huh. But if it says three hundred miles, screw it. We're or, gonna be out of gas,
4: or almost worse when it you don't know how far you're going. Yeah, that's but, worse. Remember the football coach that would say you'd say how long are we gonna run? He'd say. Until, until I, I get tired watching until I you. I get
1: tired of watching you. I'd
4: throw rather no, we're going to run 100
1: until you throw up a lot. That's yeah. right. Yeah, that guy. Put a put a put a deadline. If you're going to do something crazy like live in you mom's basement. You can throw up with a lot of pain if you know when it's going to be put over. Put a deadline on there. That's right. It's going to take about 30 seconds. Hold your breath and bite through a pillow. Okay, mm-hmm. got that. So yeah, you know, it's just you can you can do this. But you got to have a deadline and you guys got to be willing to work together. Mm-hmm. You know, your tone your tune might change if you knew it was gonna be two months. But when it feels like it might be two years, or who knows? (laughs) Yeah. This is the Dave Ramsey Show.
6: Hey, it's Kelly, Associate Producer and Phone Screener for The Dave Ramsey Show. This episode is over, but if you heard about an event, product, or service and didn't have a chance to write it down, don't worry. We list everything you've heard about during this episode in the podcast show notes or head to DaveRamsey.com. Thanks for listening.
1: If you're looking for fun and practical ways to save money in your everyday life, you need to check out The Rachel Cruz Show, a podcast from money expert and my daughter, Rachel Cruz.
6: Hey guys, it's Rachel Cruz, and I'm so excited to tell you about my podcast. A lot of people are living paycheck to paycheck, they're in debt, they don't even know where to begin, but they have this need, this want to get in control of their money. And if that's you, you have come to the right spot. So in each episode, you're going to get a ton of inspiration and practical advice. If you've not subscribed to the Rachel Cruz Show podcast, make sure you do it today.
1: Hear more from the Ramsey Network, including the Rachel Cruz Show, wherever you listen to podcasts.
0: Hey, it's James, producer of The Dave Ramsey Show. This episode is over, but check the episode notes for links to products and services you've heard about during this episode. Thanks for listening.